Jerusalem's Zion's king will restore the land, the clouds will part, and our king will descend, the fire in his eyes, seven stars, his right hand. This is going to be such a special episode of the program, Watch Therefore. And our Savior told us to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour of the day your Lord is coming. And the context in which he says that is the signs that are leaping off the pages of the Bible right in front of us, showing that the rapture is not only any time, but it has to take place soon. Our Savior, Jesus, is coming for us in the clouds any moment and soon. So join me at the north side of the Sea of Galilee in Israel for a very special be ready, get ready, stay ready message. Watch therefore and be ready, our Savior told us. Now, over to the Holy Land, the Promised Land, Israel in the Galilee. So thankful to be with you on this episode of Watch Therefore. It's so important, now more than ever, to know Bible prophecy. And not to only know Bible prophecy, but that it would provoke us to right thinking and speaking and living. And you see those two things tied together oftentimes in the prophetic scriptures. Now, the example of that that I'm going to show you speaks of the day of the Lord, which I've taught on the program many times, which includes the rapture, the judgment seat of Christ, where we are uh, judged for rewards or loss of rewards once having been raptured, where we're in heaven, and at the judgment seat of Christ, it says in 1 Corinthians 3, the day, that speaks of the day of the Lord, the day will declare it uh, with regard to our works being tested by fire. It also includes for unbelievers, the wrath of God being poured out upon the earth, uh, bringing Israel to salvation and also bring many in the nations to salvation through the tribulation. And of course, it also includes our return with our Savior Jesus to the earth as he begins his millennial reign from Jerusalem. So again, that example is in 2 Peter 3, but look how the Lord tells us we should think, how we should be in light of this very soon coming time. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God because of which the heavens will be dissolved being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. You see, what is directly tied to the Bible prophecy scenario of the day of the Lord is this is how we should think. This is how we should actually be. So join me just up there, up, up on the mountains at the north side of the Sea of Galilee for a very special message on how we should be, how we want the Lord to find us. First, a brief word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua's name, thank you for this very special episode of our program. Please bless everyone who's watching today that more than ever, since these things are upon us, they're coming in this generation, that you would raise up your precious ones, even who are watching today. Bless, heal, forgive, and raise up 
amongst our viewers, Father. We thank you in Messiah Jesus' name. Hallelujah and amen. Okay, now this is going to be good. This is how we should be when the Lord comes for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This is the general vicinity where our Savior Jesus preached the Sermon on the Mount. And in Matthew chapter 5, we find a great way to be when our Savior Jesus comes for us to take us back to that place He's been preparing for us. Of course, I'm speaking of the Beatitudes. Let's begin in Matthew chapter 5, verse 1. And seeing the multitudes, He went upon a mountain. And when He was seated, His disciples came to Him. Then He opened His mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And with each of these beatitudes comes a great reward. Hallelujah. In this case, it's the kingdom of heaven. The realm where our great king, Jesus, rules over his kingdom. The other temporary kingdom is ruled by Satan, the kingdom of darkness. And it's temporary because the king of heaven is allowing it to exist while he is calling the citizens of that dark kingdom out of darkness into his kingdom, the kingdom of his marvelous light. Again, oh, hallelujah. And, and so how do we come into his kingdom? Well, one of the important factors is to be poor in spirit. To be poor in spirit means to understand I have no hope. But this great King, Savior Jesus, would save me. I need the Lord. I need the Lord. And it's through that kind of poverty of spirit that one will listen and receive Jesus through his gospel. That's why he also said that he came to preach the gospel to the poor, the poor in spirit. And what's the reward? Again, the kingdom of heaven. He goes on, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. What does this mean? Blessed are those who mourn that they might experience the comfort of the Lord. Well, we live in a world that is so evil and dark, shaking its fist in God's face, belly laughing its way to hell. And, and that's why it says in the book of James, therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. This is a time where we should be mourning over the condition of the sin-sick world. We should mourn over our own personal sin and continually get right and stay right with the Lord, that He might cleanse us and then comfort us with the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. Our Savior continues, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Well, the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one and is part of the kingdom of darkness today. But we know that God's word says when this King Savior Jesus returns, when we return with him from heaven, having been raptured, gone through the judgment seat of Christ, been given glorified bodies, we will return with him to reign and rule under him in his kingdom. And he will rule the nations with a rod of iron. We will inherit the earth if we walk in meekness. The meek shall inherit the earth. The meek are those who are gentle and mild. But don't 
make the mistake of thinking meekness is weakness because the meekest man on the earth until the time of our Savior Jesus, of course, was Moses. And look at the power and the glory of God and the signs and wonders done through this powerful man's life done in meekness. Again, look at the book of James as he says this. He says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. The meekness of wisdom. Oh, hallelujah. And so the meek shall inherit the earth. It's a good deal. We should take it. And having received Jesus as Savior, we should walk in meekness. He continues, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Certainly, part of the devil's work in the body of Christ today. And we should remember Jesus, the Lord, came to destroy the works of the devil. One of the, the successes, unfortunately, the devil is having is feeding junk food to Christians. The junk food of the things of this world. The appetites of believers in Messiah Jesus need to be reconfigured back to hungering and thirsting for righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is heaven's standard of goodness. Demonstrated by the most righteous man who ever lived, God the Son, the only begotten Son of God, our Savior Jesus. And, and, and so he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And when we're filled with the righteousness of the Lord, having sought after him with our whole heart, we're being filled with the Holy Spirit of the living God. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And like never before, get your appetite right. Go before the Lord and say, oh Lord, I need to hunger and thirst for righteousness. So I'm going to read these again, then we're going to go to break and finish in just a moment. Oh, this is so important. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Think of the reward here. The kingdom of heaven being comforted by the Lord and inheriting the earth. And you know, this inheriting the earth also reminds me of the days of Noah. Because after the wrath of God, the ark came down. They went up on the floodwaters, came down as the wrath of God subsided. And then Noah and his family did what? They inherited the earth. Get in the ark. Jesus, our Lord, is the ark. Remember, watch it therefore and be ready. There are important things I want to share with you on this break, but before doing so, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all who have been partnering with Watch Therefore, our television program, our ministry blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Oh, truly, the Lord has raised you up for such a time as this. And folks, we if you squint just a little, you can see the finish line. King Jesus is coming for us. Let's continue to partner together with this Watch Therefore message. Conditions in the world are worsening all around us quickly. According to the prophetic scriptures, our Savior Jesus said this generation is heading rapidly to the time of the world's worst trouble ever. 
What's the answer? They'll watch their four message. And this message stirs the lukewarm to repentance and gives urgency for the lost to re repent of their sins and receive Jesus as Savior and Lord now. Yet we're only on most of our networks once per week. And there's something we can do together, which I'll share in a moment. We're going into 200 countries, 200 million homes, but we can air more and still go wider and further. First, let me share with you some of the missions initiatives also of this Watch Therefore ministry. Romans 1.16 tells us the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first and then to the nations. And we know the faithful, wise, blessed servant is watching for the master to come and giving others their food in due season. Messiah Jesus is the bread of life. So we take him and the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan. We've learned that one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus our Lord. They're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. Oh, we've got special work. For years we've been doing in Africa. Right now we're really honing in on Rwanda and the Congo, Uganda, and other countries who are asking us, please bring this discipleship to our church, to our lands, to our country, to our region. Yes, and so one of the great things you can do is get on our monthly newsletter for Blessing Israeli Believers and poured out for the nations. As you do so, you will keep up with prayer points that are so urgent. We need prayer partners to continue to intercede for this work, to see it go forward. Also, for those who want to sow financially into this ministry, and as always, I've been saying this since we started the program, I'm gonna say it again. If you haven't believed in Jesus the Lord as your savior, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you'd simply be our guest today and that you would receive Jesus as Lord and receive eternal life. But for those who have already been saved and you understand the principles of sowing and reaping and laying your treasures up in heaven, this is a great place to do just that. And there's three pri primary giving platforms. One, the Watch Therefore television broadcast, and that's how we can spread this further and wider. You can prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore. There's also those who want to sow into Israel through blessing Israeli believers and then into the nations. You can financially support our work in the nations. And with those newsletters, you can really keep up with how and where you're investing. And, and so this is the way for us to partner together like that faithful, wise, blessed servant who hears, well done, thy good and faithful servant, when our Savior Jesus comes for us to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Oh, hallelujah. I'm so happy to be here in northern Israel in the Golan Heights, in the home of one of our longtime primary blessing Israeli believers partners who's also a dear friend, Ezra, so glad to be with you in your home today. It's wonderful to have you. It's been a great adventure of faith, hasn't it? Hallelujah. Through VIB, we're able to assist through food 40 Holocaust survivors monthly. And they are 
so thankful. And we do all of this in the name of Yeshua. And many of them ask many, many questions. Why would you do this? Why would people from America and abroad do this for us? And, you know, we can point them to the scripture where God says he's going to bring them from the four corners of the earth and, and how he's going to provide for them and how he's going to root them in the land. And, you know, many of these people have never even read the scriptures. So we just point them to the Lord, point them to the word, and then we leave them in God's hands. That's right. That's right. Truly, one of the best ways to bless Israel is to bless Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua. Amen. Welcome back to this episode of Watch Therefore. We're looking at the Beatitudes from the Sermon on the Mount. This is the way we want to be when we first see our Savior face to face, when He comes for us in the clouds to take us back to that place He's been preparing for us in the rapture. Oh, hallelujah. Now, just before the break, I read over these passages kind of in a review that we've already looked at, but I don't think you could hear these verses too many times. So I'm going to do the same and then go right into the next one that we haven't yet looked at. Here we go. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And here we go. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And so the truth here, and sometimes the truth isn't the easiest thing to hear, but um, it's what sets us free. Amen? And so the truth is, there in our natural condition, the way we, we kind of roll is this. Lord, oh mercy, mercy, Lord, mercy upon me. But then with regard to others, did you see what they did to me, Lord? Get them, God. Get them. Mercy for me, judgment for them. But that's not the Lord's way. The Lord's way is showing mercy to others. What is mercy? It's not getting what you deserve. Grace is getting what you don't deserve, God's goodness. Mercy is not getting what we do deserve, God's judgment. And so how do, we, how do we get mercy from the Lord? We show mercy to others. We don't give them our wrath and our unforgiveness, which is what they deserve. We show mercy. We show mercy. And in showing mercy, in forgiving, we are set free. We are set free from bitterness and the other side effects, the other consequences of unforgiveness, right? And... Here's the greatest part of it. We receive the Lord's mercy. We receive the Lord's mercy. So again, how do you get mercy from the Lord? By being merciful. By being merciful. He continues, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God see God. Now I'm going to kind of combine this with the last one. Are are you ready? I've heard people say, when I first see God, what I'm going to do is ask him about this, and I'm going to ask him about that. And my answer to that is, no, you're not. No, no, you won't do that. No, the first thing you'll do, more than likely, is fall on your face before the glory of the Lord. And the first thing you're going to want at that point is what? Mercy. Mercy. 
Yeah? And so those who show mercy obtain mercy. And it's an, an expression of being pure in heart. And it's the pure in heart who see the Lord. It's the pure in heart who see the Lord. It's those who walk by the, fruit, by the Holy Spirit. And, and here's the fruit of their lives. It's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The fruit of the Spirit. And, and, the, and the best definition, it's very simple, and, and the truth oftentimes is simple. Sin is complicated. The lies are complicated. The truth is simple. The best, best simple definition I've heard of being of purity, the pure in heart. Purity is that which is without mixture. Purity is that which is without mixture. And so as we grow in grace, following our Savior, Messiah Jesus, abiding in Him, preparing for Him to come, watching and getting ready and wanting to be ready for Him to come for us, we purify ourselves. That, that's why the rapture is called, for example, the blessed hope, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, but then in 1 John, it says, He who has what? This hope in Him. Christ in us, the hope of glory. He who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. The pure in heart have an intentional desire to get the worldliness and the sin and the ways that are our ways that are against God's ways out of their hearts, out of their minds, out of their lives, out of their living. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall what? See God. Why? Because they're in this kingdom of Jesus Christ. Yes, and they will see, we will see even our Father in heaven. Oh, hallelujah. Verse 9, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Now, when this says the peacemakers here, does this speak of the world's ambassadors, like of the United Nations? Oh, no. Oh, no. Most often, these, uh, the, a lot of these world peacemaking organizations are set against the Lord and have their fists in His face. No, this is talking about something completely different. We find it, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we're ambassadors for Christ. We're ambassadors of heaven. It goes like this. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their past trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. You see, we're peacemakers, and it goes on in that passage to speak of the gospel, that our message is the gospel. We are to be sharing that he made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in him, our Savior Jesus. And so being ambassadors for Christ, we share the gospel we're a light in the darkness to bring people out of the kingdom of darkness that is set against the Lord into his kingdom, making peace between sinful man and holy God. This is what it means. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called what? Sons of God. Look at the reward to be called sons of this eternal holy God. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. And then he continues, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So again, the promise of inheriting the kingdom of heaven is for those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. 
And, and I want to tell, uh, especially our viewers in the West and, and, and even specifically in America, who have never really experienced physical persecution. Folks, it's coming. Don't you see it? Don't you see it? It's coming. And, and so it's an honor. Listen, a crown will be put on your head one day as you stand for righteousness through persecution. L- look at what our Savior says. Blessed are they when, re- when they revile you. Blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You're in good company. Be prepared to stand. Be prepared to stand and pray for those who persecute you. Love those who persecute you. And remember, they're putting a crown on your head. And they're they're making it so you'll be celebrated in the kingdom of heaven. And you're in good company. Oh, hallelujah and hallelujah. The Beatitudes. This is the way we want to be when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. Can someone say hallelujah? I think that's good for three hallelujahs. As my pastor friend in Rwanda would say, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Watch therefore and be ready. A great way to finish our time together is to share about my first Africa missions opportunity this year. We have coming up this May in Kinshasa, the Democratic Republic of Congo, or the DRC. Our Savior Jesus told us in John chapter 20, verses 21 and 22, that He filled us with the Holy Spirit to send us out with His good news of eternal life. The Lord has given me incredible relationships in this capital city of DRC of about 14 million people. Last time there, we saw hundreds pray to receive Jesus as Lord. I led pastor conferences and preached in important key churches. Thankfully, most expenses are already covered and we need about $5,000 more to cover necessary expenses. Remember, our missions partnership theme, praying, giving, and going. Will you do the praying and giving so I can do the going? If you would like to financially partner with me for this important kingdom outreach, you can do so by post. Make your check out to Watch Therefore and put DRC in the memo section at P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. That's P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Or online at watchtherefore.tv. Make sure to add DRC in the notes section. Praying, giving, and going. A great way to watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, We're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. We know he came, the Lamb who
slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth to take back and re 